My name is John and welcome to episode 3 of the Tech Leader Pro podcast. Today I'm going to offer you some advice on how to lead by example. But before we begin, I would like to briefly mention our sponsor 5.today, which is the ideal product to help busy tech leaders to manage their days. 5.today is a highly secure personal productivity application designed to help you manage your priorities more effectively by focusing on your five most important tasks that you need to achieve each day. Our goal is to help you to keep track of all your tasks, notes and journals in one beautifully simple place, which is highly secure via end-to-end encryption. Visit the URL 5.today to sign up for free. And now let's move on to our main topic without further interruption. Like me, I'm sure that at some point in your life, someone has mentioned that you need to lead by example. But what exactly does that mean? When you think about it, a leader does not carry out the same tasks as the team members of a team, so you cannot provide a direct example for a subject matter expert to follow. So we cannot take the term lead by example literally, but it still contains value. In my mind, the example you need to set is more related to attitude and personality, or soft skills, as opposed to hard technical skills. Firstly, however, you need to decide what is the example that you should set Frankly, this is open to personal opinion and the context in which you operate. Instead of trying to provide you with a one-size-fits-all list of attributes you should include in your ideal example, which I believe is frankly impossible, I will instead provide you with my own personal list. Firstly, let's talk about ethics. As a leader, I believe you need to behave ethically. Firstly, you need to provide a good ethical example for others to follow. And secondly, you have a legal and professional obligation to behave in an ethical way. Ethics is of course a very broad topic, but for me the key ethics I try to incorporate into my personal repertoire are a combination of honesty and hard work. Honesty is important to build trust, both with your teammates and also your customers. Being honest is not as easy as it sounds. For example, sometimes you need to tell somebody something that they don't want to hear, and that can make you feel uncomfortable. The honest, direct approach to communications is often referred to as radical candor, and it can be difficult for you to get it right as a leader. You need to be honest, but not brutally honest. Therefore, there is a happy medium point that can be difficult to land on consistently. Nonetheless, honesty will at least let your team know exactly where they stand. Honesty is not a fluffy, feel-good approach. Instead, it is direct and robust and can make people feel uneasy in the beginning, but hopefully they appreciate it over time and learn to trust you. Hard work is also a difficult example to set and follow. Hard work does not mean working 80 hours a week and demanding your teammates to do the same. That would simply become a death march and most of your team will quit. Instead, hard work is about the quality of the concentration applied to a topic, not the duration of the time. Leaders can demonstrate hard work by showing their willingness to really dig deep into topics until they understand it, rather than simply saying, this is too hard, and waving it away for others to own. Leaders can demonstrate hard work by their personal output, which may not be lines of code, but can still take many other forms that are visible to the team. I always tell my teams the same thing. I do not judge you by how many hours you spend at work, but instead the quality of your output. With that in mind, someone can easily work an 8-hour day and get all of their work done, provided they apply themselves during that time to the task at hand. 
In my mind, somebody working very long hours is usually a warning sign that they are consistently behind in their work, rather than it being a badge of honor. It is, in fact, the opposite. In terms of your character, everybody has an ego, but it is important to keep that under control. For me, modesty is the best approach because it enables you to freely admit when you are wrong, rather than being defensive, which is often the case with somebody with a large ego. For a modest leader, giving credit to others while taking little directly also comes easier, which in turn is good for team morale. Modesty is a character trait that a leader should possess and try to promote as a virtue in their teams. A few years ago, the term artisan developer was in wide use when describing a desirable virtue for software engineers. It implies a pride in coding and software quality, similar to the artisans of old who worked on creative projects during the Renaissance in Europe. I always like the use of the word artisan, but prefer another old-fashioned English word, diligence, which implies careful, determined and persistent work. Diligence implies getting the job done with high quality and attention to detail and not letting up in the applying of the effort until the job is completed. I love this characteristic in all of my teams. Finally, when we are talking about desirable characteristics for leaders to promote via example, smartness is another old school term that I love because smart implies optimized. Ideally, we should aim to work smart, not hard. Optimized workflows are easy. If it starts to feel like hard work, then you are probably stuck in an anti-pattern, namely following a bad work pattern. Great leaders make everything look easy and are therefore smart. A great mentor of mine once told me, don't be a busy fool. What he meant was, you could spend your day busily doing the wrong things, which is obviously foolish. Smart people spend their limited time doing the right things, therefore minimizing their efforts while maximizing their results. That balance is not easy to achieve, however, as it requires good judgment, and it is even harder to demonstrate for your team to follow. In terms of skills, software engineers respect a certain skill to an extraordinary level, namely technical competency. In fact, if a leader does not demonstrate this, engineers will start to lose respect for their leader very quickly and will not follow any other examples that are set. I spoke about this before in episode one of this podcast, but it is worth repeating again. High technical skills are mandatory for leaders in a technical field. Leaders should not only set this example, but mandate it as a skill that all engineers must demonstrate daily. If I find myself knowing more about a technical topic than a senior engineer in one of my teams, I begin to lose respect for that engineer. It cuts both ways. From the leader's side, I expect my engineers to be more knowledgeable than me when it comes to technology. My technical competency level is designed to simply enable me to be a useful participant in conversations. Soft skills, however, are a different story. It is perfectly acceptable for engineers to have medium or even low-level soft skills. Some of the best engineers I worked with in my career were actually terrible communicators. They could write high-quality code to handle any use case, but if you put a marker in their hands and ask them to explain at a whiteboard in plain English, what their code does, they would struggle. The leader, however, does not get a pass when it comes to soft skills. You must be a great communicator, both at a technical level and in plain English. You can set a great example on both written and verbal communications for your engineers to follow, but don't expect them all to follow that example successfully. And be fine with that. 
For most of them, it is just not within their skill set. So after all of that, setting a great example to follow is actually just the first step. But then you need to ask yourself, will they follow your example? Obviously, people in your team will make up their own minds. They have to want to follow your example. You cannot force it. For many, work is just a transactional relationship based on the exchange of time and effort for money, and they do not care beyond that. However, that is not to say that you do not have influence over your teammates, and there are a number of factors that determine the strength of your influence. A leader who has a high degree of charisma also has a high degree of influence, and that charisma is connected to your communication skills. If you can inspire your team via your communications, then you can influence them to follow your positive example. Your credibility with the team also impacts the amount of influence you have. Naturally, the lower your credibility, the lower your influence. You can increase your credibility by keeping your word on following up on important items for your teammates and by maintaining good competency with technology in order to sound like you know what you're talking about. However, in spite of your best efforts, you must accept that not everybody in your team will follow your lead. So you need to ensure that you focus your efforts on the willing audience members. So to recap, today we discussed that, firstly, leading by example is less about technical skills and more about setting the right soft skills. As a leader, you need to decide what soft skills are the most important ones for you in terms of setting the right tone for your team to follow. For my list, I included a set of ethics, character traits and skills that are important to me. For ethics, I believe that honesty and hard work are the best example to provide. Honesty to the radical candor levels can be challenging to include in your team culture, but the rewards are worth it. Hard work does not mean working long hours, but instead implies a maximum amount of concentration being applied during the time available. In terms of character traits, modesty, diligence and working smartly are the main touch points for me. Modesty is a superpower for leaders, enabling you to admit your mistakes while allocating credit around the team for successful outcomes. For skills, a leader needs a list of soft and hard skills, but the soft skills are more important for them, while the hard skills are more important for the engineers. Finally, in spite of all of your efforts, there is no guarantee that your team will follow your example, as they have to be willing participants. Your personal charisma can influence here, but there are limits to that. You should therefore focus most of your efforts on the willing participants. I hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to covering the next topic in the series with you. In the interim, if you want to follow me online, you can find my blog at techleader.pro or follow me on Twitter at techleaderpro. Thanks for your time, take care and have a great week.